life is rough. But starting your days with him, with G-O-D, the path will get just a little bit clearer. Welcome to Morning Devotional with Imani. Let's get started. Well, blessed be the tie that binds. That's what my grand would say. Or she would say something to that effect after I would call her after a long period of time. And it's been a long period of time since we last had a chat. So, hey, y'all. I've been growing since the last podcast. And I had to get a handle on the way that I was handling life because I was only making myself visible when the successes were publicized. And that was not fair, nor was it true to the message or the way that I'm living my life. Because God is good all of the time, not just when times are good. Because even in my low times, God was still good to me. It was just harder for me to verbalize that. And so I didn't talk to you. That was my bad because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. But here we are on the night of Friday, August the 23rd, 2019. What I decided was I would make these devotionals at whatever time of day God gave me the message. And if you want to listen to this in the morning, whenever you're getting ready for school or for work or to just get up and start your day, then do that. Because this is just a different perspective on morning. Today, we're going to talk about Uh, a message called How Long Till Morning. And it comes from Psalms 30, verse 1 through 5. So this is the 30th Psalm. And it reads in the NLT version, it says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help. And you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave. Oh, Lord, you kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all of you godly ones. Praise his holy name for his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. This is titled How Long Till Morning because it felt like for the past couple months I went through an everlasting night. You know, the long night that they talked about in Game of Thrones because I love Game of Thrones. It felt like I was going through a long night because, you know, there's everything in God's timing. 
So yes, there are 24 hours in the day. And if you look at weather.com or you look at all these different other places, they will tell you when the sun rises and the sun sets, but it felt like the sun wasn't coming up. I was doing everything I could in my power to try to save the world, which is what we are, it seemed to be beholden to do. As a 26-year-old who recently, and I say recently because it's been within the past two years, so I graduated in fall of 2017, but a 26-year-old who's a college graduate and trying to find a footing in the world and to see where I fit, everything is a crisis, or so it seems, and I felt like I had to save the world. And in me trying to save the world, I was not saving myself. And I would put others before me because it was easier to help someone else work through their things and to look at it from a bird's eye view, from the outside looking in because handling my mess was a whole lot more complicated. And I didn't think that anyone would want to assist me in working through what is here because it's behind the light. It's behind the smile. So behind the light and behind the smile and behind the person who you all see on social media or at an event. Behind all of that, I was going through an everlasting eternal night. And I would pray and I would do all the things that the Bible said I should do. But what I wasn't doing was trusting God, trusting God's timing. (laughs) Yeah, trusting's really money. Trusting God's timing. Because God's timing is so much different, y'all. It is always on time and it is always intentional, but I'll be gosh darn and I'll be John Brown if sometimes it feels like that minute hand just won't turn on God's clock. But it's because I hadn't learned yet. I went back and listened to some of my previous podcasts and some of them, I had said something very similar. And what I realized is that I'm going through a period of growth in my life and I feel like maybe some of you all are too where talking to God and trying to be the best person you can be and and be intellectual and say the right things and be politically correct but be just enough woke and be just enough politically aware and be just enough socially aware and socially active and be just enough for everyone except for who you and God have talked about you being and there are some times where you will in your nighttime question God or at least I did I questioned what it is that he was doing very cheeky of me right God, what are you doing in this period of time, in my nighttime? When are you going to let the sun come up? When are you going to let this happen? When is it all going to fall into place, God? 
all of the things that I was asking and all of the questions did not require me to do any work. And that is where I was messing up. I was expecting God to turn everything around for me without me having to do anything in return. Faith without works is dead. And in that perpetual night, it was dead. My works were dead. And that was very unfortunate. Because I was trying to do everything in my power to make all of my works be effective. And make things happen. And they were making things happen for other people because what God wants and what is in God's will and how you can be used as his vessel to help other people it his will be done his will will be done and I honestly believe I was doing what God had wanted me to do but also what he wanted me to do was work on me and that part is something that I was missing And so my daily prayer would be, God, when is the morning going to come? I've shared with you before, but I, and for those of you who may not have listened previously, I suffer from anxiety and I also have depression. I am not the disease, but I have it. And it is in my family bloodline. And this isn't me, you know, not praying well enough and everything. It's literally me looking at reality and staring it into the face and saying, you know what, though? I'm going to still do what God wants me to do. And I'm going to look you in the face, anxiety, and I'm going to look you in the face, depression. And I am going to tell you that even if you're going to be with me, we are still going to do the work of the Lord. And I think that part is also a part of my nighttime because I literally thought that I could pray it away. But God does say seek wise counsel. It's in there. It's in the book. I'm really bad at quoting scripture, so I'm not going to try to do it right now. But I thought that me trying to seek help from a mental health professional was going to be against what I grew up learning. I thought I wasn't trusting God because I was praying that God make me well. But I, I, I thought that in me praying, God, please make me well, that that meant that I could bypass having to talk to someone or I could bypass having to take my medicine. And so I didn't take it. And that did not work out well for me. I'm okay now, though. Or as okay as I'm going to be. But it's a work in progress. One thing I do want to share in my nighttime, which now I feel like the sun is coming up a little bit more. And in your nighttime, when you're asking God, how long is it until morning? Try to see what he wants you to see through the darkness. What is it that you're not paying attention to whenever everything can be seen? Whenever you have that sense taken away, the other senses are heightened. So whenever that ability to see is gone, are you paying attention to his voice? Because you can't see what is going on around you. But in that moment when your sight is gone, 
Are you listening to where he wants you to go? Is his voice the loudest one in the room? Even when no one is talking. Are you talking with him? Are you having conversations with him? Are you praying to him and then waiting for his response? My friend Shanice brought that to my attention. I would pray, but I was not listening to hear what God wanted to say. I was throwing my prayer, shooting my shot, and not even watching the follow through. I was shooting my shot from over my shoulder and praying that it made nothing but net. But hey, don't we all? So back to the scripture. Proverbs, no, not Proverbs, Psalms. I apologize. Y'all, I'm looking at this and I have read a whole different word. I was reading Proverbs earlier. That's what it was. So Psalms 31 through 5. Now in this, I believe this is David. Okay. He is uh, praying to God uh, for the, uh, the dedication of his house. So in this and in my Bible study that I was doing, um, there was something that came up and it said that in Psalm 130, the verse that says, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Someone pointed out something really, really interesting. It says, this is from Boyce. It says, God's convict, the conviction is, or the conviction that David had is that God's favor outweighs the disfavor, the disfavor for God's people. So his favor in that moment, the favor that God grants us every day, it outweighs God's disfavor for the things that we do. So in all the messing up and all the things that we do to, to dishonor God, and we ask for his forgiveness and he throws them into the, the, the sea of forgiveness. And all of that, God's favor outweighs his disfavor for the things that we do and for the ways that we have. Now, in my nighttime that we're talking about here, when I ask how long till morning in my nighttime, I wasn't really paying attention to what God was doing for me and how God was working on me. Because I was trying to pay attention to how other people may have seen my stagnant phase, or at least that's what I believed it was. I didn't believe I was moving fast enough, that I was progressing fast enough, that I was succeeding fast enough. Because social media will have you thinking that, baby, you got to do something every day. But working on me. It's not something that has to be publicized. And I learned that in my nighttime. But comparison kills. So the song that is paired with this message, How Long Till Morning, is Comparison Kills by Jonathan McReynolds. And the passage of the passage that's inside of the song, the lyrics of emphasis. There we go. The lyric of emphasis is this here. It says, we all want to be successful and get mad when God's not in a rush. Waste your time just making copies. You'll see you did not accomplish much. Pressure gets hot and with heat 
come mirages. So you think it's cool over there. Your thirst is real, but water can't feel what comparison kills. My nighttime was extended because I was trying to look around and see what other people were doing. And then I compared my journey and the path that God had me on, the path that God has me on with what they were doing. Because it seemed like their successes were, were, were better. And this is me being completely transparent and completely vulnerable. And I hope you'll understand that even in this morning devotional with Imani, I want you to understand that this path that we are on in our Christianity, this thing is real. Being a Christian in today's world is tough. But you knew that. Or at least you should have if you read your word. And this is not me coming from a place of I read my Bible every day. I don't. I should. I need to. And I will challenge myself to do so. Because I claim to be a Christian. That is something that I take with me. I say that I represent Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But how can I do that if I don't read the instruction manual? But it all comes in time because sometimes the Bible is hard to read. Okay. That's why I read from the New Living Translation and the King James and the NIV. And even still, sometimes that doesn't help. So I go to another source. And I talked to somebody about it. I encourage you to do so as well. So, in the question of how long till morning, I don't have an answer. But what I do know is that here it reassures us and it gives us a guarantee. Because there is a time that you can remember even in your nighttime when morning did come. And right before that morning, there was a night. And so if night was there and then morning came and now you're in another nighttime. And it says in God's word, which is true and it never changes. If it says in God's word that weeping may last the night, but joy comes with the morning. If it says that the morning will come, then trust that it will. So I don't know how long your nighttime will last. But what I do know is that if you stay and you keep your mind on him, and even when it wanders away and you start paying attention to what everyone else is doing and how everyone else is doing things and you're not paying attention to the voice that should be the loudest, even when you decide to do that, Please remember to readjust your focus because it's dark. You can't see where you're going, but do you know who does? God does. He can see your path. He's already walked it for you. And now he's walking it with you. He knows every step. So trust that he will tell you when to move and when not to move. He will tell you when it's time to sit down and sit for a spell and rest. 
even when you don't want to listen. And he will make you rest. Because trust me, right now, I am resting. And being restless during a time that you're supposed to rest is very annoying. And I'm sure God is a little bit annoyed with me. But I'm trying. Take advantage of the rest that God wants you to have. Because the rest of your journey... Honey, you're going to need that rest that he was trying to give you. So in the question of, again, how long till morning? I don't know. But what I do know is that the morning will come and the nighttime will fade. Keep God with you at every step of the way when reading your word doesn't do it. Reach out to a friend who you can talk to about God's word and his path. Reach out to your spiritual guidance. Reach out to your mentor. Reach out to your pastor. If you don't have a church home, then reach out to someone who you trust. Who you trust on your spiritual journey. And if you need a suggestion of a place to go and worship, hit me up. Let's talk about it. But I do know that morning will come because God said it is so. So in the nighttime, and for those of us who are still there, hold strong, hold fast. Don't compare your journey with anyone else's because the path that you are going, God is so happy that you have decided to join him. So stick with him on your path and he'll tell you every step that you need to take so that's it for today how long till morning comes from psalm 30 verses 1 through 5 i will talk to you guys again the next time god says imani it's time to talk see y'all later